What is up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of your favorite sports betting podcast. That is right. It is Jump the Sharp. And boy, oh boy, do we have a special show for more reasons than one. Actually, exactly two because of my guests. Yes, two guests. <gasps> well, what do you mean guests? Two guests. And well, of course, we always have my beautiful and talented co-host, David Woody. How you doing, buddy? Give it to me hard. Oh, okay. All right. It just gets right into it. Woodman, unfortunately, not here this week. We will go ahead and give it in a certain fashion as he likes it, nevertheless. And by the, I'm saying we. Well, who is we? Well, it is some Jump the Sharp alum coming back for a, it's time now. Shoot the gun. It's time to start racing the 100-meter hurdles. I don't think they do hurdles just on 100 meters. But nevertheless, it's the NFL Player Prop Spash 2022 version. We're talking football, baby. And I couldn't be more pumped. Oh, boy, it's football season officially now because I don't know if you know, but now since we've been killing Vegas and killing the NFL, they look to jump the sharp and they say, when is their first NFL-related podcast starting? That's when we know NFL season officially kicks off. Consider yourself on board for six months of football talk and money winnage. All right, here we go. Let's see who we got on the horn back from his uh I, what, what was our officially called our our draft prop special once again it is russ aka muscles marinara back for the show what's up handsome what's up buddy good to see you again likewise see you very very good choice of words because many people can now see us matter of fact millions billions if you want trillions if is possible <laughs> and it is because we are on youtube now I forgot to say, I jumped the sharp on Twitter. You know that. YouTube, help us out here. Subscribe. Uh, give a like if uh, all that jazz. You know. What, hold on, wait. Smash that like button. Okay. Got yep, that's the terminology. That is the terminology. We're officially a YouTube streamer. But uh, on YouTube, just search Jump the Sharp. We're starting to come up when you do it now. Like, search Jump the Sharp. Boom, it'll be there. And go ahead and uh, hit a subscribe piece. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. We're trying to get to that 100 subscribers, and we can really run from there. Somebody who got to 100 subscribers, I don't know, fucking six years ago, with the greatest role-playing tabletop. Now it's just a conglomerate. It's not the Glass Cannon podcast. No, it's not. It's a Glass Cannon network. All right. Fuck you, that guy from Facebook. What's his name? Robert Inglacius? No, who's the guy? Mark anyway, Zuckerberg. There it is. I knew it. Same country. <laughs> Robert Inglacius. I, I don't know. There's similar characters in the name but nevertheless once again i jumped the sharp alum it is joseph o'brien what's Yo, up handsome? buddy i completely forgot that this is uh is video now and goes on youtube i i wouldn't have yawned three times during your intro <laughs> yeah well you, you know what you know what I, I i don't know if i believe the words that came out of your mouth with that killer bass uh rendition you did with the music <laughs> leading in uh, either that or you're just legitimately feeling being a part of the show oh, dude I i'm so psyched i listen to your show weekly and to like i love that tune I, it's it's such a dope open and so like and then you always come in you're like your favorite sport better, podcast. i was Very gonna cool do it really low today i'd just be like uh it's your favorite it's your favorite sports yeah you know like you're like you're just getting home on a 18-hour drive. It's three in the morning, and the guy's playing slow jazz. 
Totally. It's it's Dave Woody when he's like his his Terry Gross uh, <laughs> impression. And I just want to say, I I I love you, Bry. But uh, love you too. And I love. Uh oh. But Things I don't normally. I'm, I'm bummed. I don't get to be on with the Woodman. Yeah. I'm a big Woodman fan. I like when he's like, uh, this is a bit of an egghead thing and, and goes into like his stat numbers and shit. He's just the best. I, I, I miss say, you, Woody. I miss you. I would say if we took a poll of the your favorite Jump the Sharp host, I don't think I'm really standing a chance. You know? Like, you don't want to... People would be like, that Woodman. I could really have a glass of wine with that guy. Yeah, yeah. At really. Hollywood. Oh, by the way, by the way, I didn't really introduce myself. Brian Hollywood Hagen here, your most hated Jump the Sharp host, <laughs> is going. You're going to have to deal with it for the rest. If you of ever want to drink an entire can of Miller High Life in one gulp, you he's go. your guy. Right, and we're not saying that entire can fits within my mouth. I mean, there might be some down a beard or uh, other things. Anyway, let's move on. What do we have to do here? Okay, what do we have to do starting? This is kind of a very, very, very bittersweet and somber moment for me because it's probably, I know it's America's favorite segment, but deep down inside, as much as Woody likes making money on sports gambling picks, I really think he just enjoys drinking beer with me on air and calling it, what are we drinking? Ladies and gentlemen, what are we drinking? Russell? A little bit of the bubbly. Uh, I'm drinking uh, a little beer called Little Green Bag. It's a triple <laughs> dry hopped IPA from Imprint. Oh, uh, he pulled out the banger for the show. <laughs> Seven point five, <laughs> and uh, oh, he knows what he's doing. He's listened. <gasps> and then <laughs> little, don't forget uh, to show it to the fellas. Four, now we got and ladies. Oh. Oh my goodness, that Look. that is straight up creamsicle right for there for a green bag. It looks a little. That's oh, like yeah. that with the oh look at this guy doing the poor. I love that Levante. Cheers to you, America. Yeah. <laughs> and just and right there, Russ is yeah. Just how Rice Russ likes it. Rice, I said. Russ likes it. A lot ahead. A lot ahead. So, love it. I'm, More the better. Been, might have been a, a, a little bit of an off angled pour, but let's so what is this the first time you're having this particular libation? Uh no, I got a four pack of it at a local uh, store here um, oh, you've had three i've had three <laughs> <laughs> save the Tonight. best for last yeah <laughs> is it a heavy piece triple wow you know what let me try it that was a silly let's thing go. i forgot he's, to do he's gonna get a uh, nice little reminisce going on here mm. uh, it is very tasty it's uh reminiscent of the uh the beers that we talk about on here and the beers that uh, you and I talk, we all talk about, you know, right off air, which is uh, really good. Lots of fruit notes, um, kind of like thick and, and heavy, but not like heavy in the, AB, in the ABV. Yeah. Only seven. All right. Not too bad. So, okay. So I thought, I thought we were going like triple imperial or whatever i'm right. thinking like 11 piece no it's a triple dry hopped so oh, it's just right. still an ipa but just dry hopped three times it's the best beer whatever that means jump. big time where's the brewery they're in hatfield pennsylvania which oh, is hatfield. Okay. like uh near lansdale if you're from the philadelphia area but it's a uh, one of the better known breweries in the philly area so if you're around check it out giddy up now let's see what Joey's got because let's if he's indigenous to the North Jersey area or not with his brew as he stands right now. 
No, no, this is Jump the Sharp uh, guest appearance is too special of an occasion. So I, Correct. I I had to get out my my favorite brewery, which is Treehouse. Mm. Uh, I, I, I dug out one of my tree houses, uh, but a beer that I've only had one of. And uh, and so I, I, I barely remember it. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to have another one. And going on uh, Russ's green theme, this is Ooh. Green Machine. Wow. Beautiful. Couple green. I got to run to the store. Coming in here. Uh, green Machine. It is American double IPA. Uh, it is a, a hazy piece. Comes in at 8.4. We're having a Ooh. good time. I'm talking about brews. making some radical picks. Well, yeah. <laughs> yep. Big time piece, and I'm not too far off. I'll get to that in a minute. Doing a little porsky. Get that for everybody on. there. Oh, oh, see, that's got a little bit of a thicker. Yeah, uh, it's, it's viscous, viscous opaqueness. Let's go oh, see. Oh, let me tell think. you, on Untapped Green Machine, what Joe is drinking is ranked four point five. What? Four point five two. Gotta tell you, Russ, have I'm, you ever seen a four point five? Surprised. Uh, well, I mean, treehouse stuff. Tree. A lot of the treehouse stuff gets really highly ranked because it's very, very good. And so, when you do, well, have I it, tell you, you what, I tell it. you what, what tends to put it to that next level. I don't have nearly the vocabulary of like the woodman when he's analyzing mm-hmm. his sips. I, mm-hmm. I enjoy like listening. He's like, I'm getting notes of of, uh, of cotton candy and cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, uh, he says that better than anybody. I think he really does. Um, it, it's true, though, that one of the things I think that elevates Treehouse in a lot of people's uh, minds is the uh, is the viscosity, is mm-hmm. the what, what Treehouse calls their mouth feel, which sounds a little dirty, but it is it, it has a very specific thickness to it that is very enjoyable. So I'm going to take it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a sip. Give it to me hard. It's, it's the only drop I'm going to do since he's not here. I'm just going to do it constantly. Mm, he's feeling it. He's good doing a little the back and forth mouth, John. It's very good. It's mm. obviously excellent. I mean, a four point five on Untapped. Hard to mess with that. Yeah, folks. Folks who listen to the show understand that you know the, the at least what I've been saying about the Untapped rating four four and above is great. Four point two five. It's like spectacular. Four point five. Not sure I've ever had, but yeah, I think that I would probably go four point two five. There you go, and that's not okay. a detriment by any means. Let's no, that no. Way. That's saying yeah. That to me, it's one of the more elevated IPAs I've ever had. So gravy well i'm gonna go ahead and put forth something here that i've had on the show i know i have because it's one of my favorite beers but i want to do something different because we're always rocking ipas and every now and again when i want to feel something different i go to this but the reason why i picked this one is because one i don't think i've had it on the show in, in, in a long time uh two i definitely haven't had it since we've been doing youtube uh but the third is this is a football show our first football show of the year mm-hmm. and believe it or not this might be my favorite beer to pour at 12.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when all the games are about to start up on a Sunday and you know you're in for just football. Uh, I, I like it because it just it, it's thick, but it's a little smooth for a stout, and it goes down like swill, and I fucking love it. And that is... In accordance with uh, Joe and I's hat, I know mine's backwards for those on YouTube, but if you turn this bad boy frontwards, you'd see Maine Beer Company. You rock in the Maine? It's not from Maine Beer Company, but it's from Maine. That's going to be the North Sky Stout from Allagash. Oh, I've never had it. Oh, I love stouts. I know you do. You, You would love this fucking 
John. It is 7.5 on the Richter scale. Oh, perfect number, perfect, John. And it, I'm going to do a little pour ski right now. Matter of fact, I'm going to do the whole jam jam. And oh, I like that glass, too. That's a good it, glass. This glass was given to me for my 40th birthday, and it has, it says vintage 1982 on the front and has all these statistics of what was popular uh, in, <laughs> That's in, great. in April of 1982. But nevertheless, uh, look at that bad boy. It's not as thick as a Guinness. It's a little bit more carbonated. It's almost like having – that's why I like it on, on a Sunday when, when football's starting. It's, it's got the consistency of like a, a domestic light beer almost. I know I'm saying stout. It's just not as thick. It's thicker than that, obviously, but it's just not as thick as like a Guinness and stuff and shit like that. It's amazing. So I'm going to go ahead and just have a little. I'm surprised to hear you say that you think a Guinness is thick. But that's well, it's way, me. way thicker than this. I tell you what, I drink Guinness Uh-oh. like I love Guinness. Guinness is one of my favorite beers, there he goes. and I drink it all the time. And it's a great and I, one. And I'm it's with like, you, Russ. It's like three point nine. Yeah, I would yeah. put Guinness pretty high up there in my favorite beers to crack at twelve fifty-five Eastern on game day. Because really? Like, okay. I don't dive in with like an eight and a half percent double okay. IPA at noon going into the games. Uh, Guinness is a great one for me to for like pacing. I love yeah. I love starting the uh, the afternoon off with a Guinness. Some of these double imperials we're talking about, you do one one or two of them. Halftime equals nap time. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, but this is really really refresh. It's like a refreshing. <laughs> Have step. a couple like horrible nightmares. Wake up for the four o'clock games. Where am I? No. Oh no! <laughs> I woke up. The Eagles were down twenty one nothing. They're like, no, they are down twenty one nothing. That wasn't a bad dream. Oh, that's that's why I got loaded. Um, all right, let's move on here to what you're here for. It's NFL time. We're talking pigskin. We're talking specifically player props for this show. Uh, so we're going to go. Uh, I came up with the format. Of, let's do like one quarterback related, one rushing related, one receiving related. And we're going to go ahead and roll those off our tongues now. And my God, what am I thinking with mine? So I'll go last with that. Um as we introed, we might as well stick to the to the to the form. Russ, let's see what you got, Muscles Marinara, to start off the show here with a pick, a player prop future for the NFL twenty twenty two campaign. Are we starting with uh, QBs or QBs? Let's do All right. QBs. All right, my my favorite QB prop that I found was Trevor Lawrence, quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, on Fanduel. Over 3,800.5 passing yards. Hmm. So over 3,800 passing yards. Last year he had 3,641 and a terrible year when he had, yeah. 12 inter- or he had 12 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Urban Meyer is his coach. Now he's got Doug Peterson. Now it's his second yep. year in the league. I like the, you know him getting better. Plus this year he gets back... Travis Etienne, who he never had last year at all. Yeah. Evan Ingram, who is a good pass catching tight end. He's a, you know, he's a he's a matchup challenge for linebackers. And then Christian Kirk, who's a fast guy. So I like and uh, you know, if 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 you were to say he only needs to get 160 more yards uh than he did last year, and he, you know, wins that prop, and that's that's it's a little heavy. It's at minus one forty two. So, you know, you pay a little okay. bit, but oh. I think it's pretty achievable. You gotta make Mon them win, Mon. I'm digging that. Um, 
<laughs> you know, I'm is that thinking a saying of the of the pod. Got to make money to win, man. Make money to win, man. I'm wondering, you know, because this is the props, and we're only doing three each. Is there going to be an under? Who's going to pick an under? I got over uh, a half, zero point five over under for unders. I'm going to go under. I mean, we can okay. Just, <laughs> I, had, I had I had an under. I had Shit. an under as an alternate. You know, in case uh, you know, you guys pick Trevor Lawrence. Oh, nice! All right. So, well, I just anyway. took an under, so now it's over, and I just lost my first bet. God damn it! Let's see what I can make up with Joey's here, though, because I just made money with that pick by Russell, Joseph. Let's see what you got out of the uh, backfield on the QB side. I'm going to start off with an under, Bry. Well, Holy here's the fuck. thing. Well, yeah, here's the thing. It's like overs are are fun to bet. Unders, as far as futures go, to me are just so much smarter to bet if you can That's find a decent thing one, of the just night. because of the <laughs> the the sheer odds that are in your favor of injury uh, of missing games. You know what I mean? Okay. Like those that you that whole possibility is all on one side of the betting line, and it's on the underside. This is so um, you, by the way. Quitting fantasy five years ago just because of <laughs> fucking snake bitten by some injuries and now you're like you know what when i'm putting my hard-earned money i'm gonna root for some fucker to get hurt that's not uh, well that's not the case here all right let me uh let me talk it out so um my pick uh my first pick here the quarterback uh i I bet this is gonna shock you but i think it's funny if you look at the freaking numbers all right well the other thing i want to say by way of intro is as i was looking at these these most of these over-unders all of my bets are at minus 112 they're all like the regular 50 50 kind of bets right and all of those are going to be priced right by vegas like they're not going to be wildly off on anything but you're just trying to get like a little bit of edge where are the odds a little bit better you feel uh, on one side than the other and for me uh, under quarterback the thing that really jumped out at me is I'm going to go Carson Wentz. Oh Jesus. Under 11 and a half interceptions. Wow. Now look, Carson Wentz is oh, garbage. He's horrible, <laughs> right? I mean, we all feel that uh you know coming from Philly, but the the truth of the matter is the guy puts up pretty decent statistics and he does not really throw interceptions. He's up there with the top top in the entire league in average interceptions per uh per attempt. Uh, I think I know where they came up with this number that they're his interceptions number. I think it's based on his like his career average interceptions versus his career average attempts and probably the, his dopiness last year. Like the it's recency bias. He had exactly some weird ass interceptions, stupid interceptions right right at the end. But during the season, like he had a really good statistical season in Indy. And I just feel like, uh, all right, so if you look back, he had 14 interceptions in his rookie year. You can throw out his rookie year. Yep, and then he I had agree. 15 interceptions in 2020, which was his meltdown year. That is Doug Peterson on the way out, everyone fighting, everyone hating everyone. It's a mess of a year. Uh, in 2018, he's not even that good. In 2019, he's not even that good. In 2021, he's better. Uh, in in uh, I'm sorry, and then 2017, where he was fantastic and went to the Super Bowl. Let me interrupt All... you for one second. I want to ask Russ a question. Russ, last year with the Colts, he played every game. Um, how many interceptions do you think he threw last year? I think he probably threw, I'm going to guess, nine. Okay. And the reason I say that, and the reason why the under is a little tricky is because oftentimes we remember – you know, we remember as Philadelphia fans, we remember everything when Carson Wentz does something bad. So if it, it's, remember, it's 11, 11 
interceptions, right. not 11 turnovers. And a half, right? Yeah. 11 right. and a half interceptions, not turnovers, because he fumbles. Yeah, true. Like he fumbles. This is the key. He fumbles. He doesn't throw the ball into tight coverage because he doesn't throw the ball. He just right, holds right. on to it until he gets strip sacked. So if you look, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2021, seven interceptions. Which every I was season. shocked when I just pulled that up. I didn't think it would only be seven. You know why? I'm remembering his stupid you know, 75% of the way on the way down, throwing it up in the air. And the Jacksonville game, that stupid-ass interception. All stupid-ass interceptions. But exactly. Like, like Joe's saying, yeah, all that shit came at the end of the year when they were melting down, and it still is only seven. He is the third highest ranked in the league in terms of his interception percentage versus attempts, and he is, and that doesn't fit with anybody else that's getting 11.5 to start the season. So I feel like this is... Pardon me. I feel like this is solid. Either he is going to have to wildly change his ratio over the last four years if you take the COVID year out of it, mm -hmm. or he's going to have to attempt 800 passes in order to hit 11 <laughs> or 12 interceptions. So I, I like the odds on this one. I'm going to take the under. Oh, boy. I'm going to have to put more money in my FanDuel account. Tell you that. Was that, is this FanDuel? Uh, all, are all your picks coming from? All that my picks are coming from FanDuel. Yeah, I didn't really have time to bounce back and forth like a smart better would as right. i've heard about on your podcast well but i uh, i just hey, did fanduel put both your hands down on the side of your chair and hold tight because something's coming up by the way you sick fuck you know exactly what you're doing not only did everything you say make sense but this this dude's getting injured you know, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing is you have that capability too uh so yeah i just 11 and a half he had set four years of seven interceptions in all of his decent years. Four out years. of six like, or seven. Exactly seven. Exactly six. seven. So why isn't the over-under nine and a half? It's incredible. You, you know, know what's funny about this, too? It's it's a quarterback rating thing, too, I'm looking at here. But there, it, his shitty-ass ratings, you know, are like 70, 72. Like, that's really bad. He's not going to be that bad. And if he is, he'll be benched before he even has a chance to get the 11 and a half. I wonder. I wonder sometimes with with Vegas and how they set lines. If there is a number that they cannot absolutely go under, no matter who it is, it's kind of like with the over under. You see it uh, where like they'll go down to like you know for NFL games they'll be at like over under thirty six and a half, and you're like, yeah. I mean, how can you not take the over? You know, and then a game ends up ten to three, but. Um, I had a point, and now I lost it in my mind. So It's all anyway. good, but I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, you as well, just for the listeners. Um, all Fandle? Uh, no, I did look at DraftKings. Speaking first of, one was DraftKings. No, first one was DraftKings. Okay. Oh, no, no. First one was, I think, was Fandle. And oh, what I okay. wanted okay. to say was that the Trevor Lawrence over-under yards on DraftKings is at 4,000. Right. So, so Fandle, is, Fandle is a little bit less but a little bit more juice. So Well, there you go. Well, thank you for doing your homework, at least. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Oh, good for you. <laughs> you can tell so, I'm, the, I'm the professional with my uh, cyan-colored uh, headphones. Yeah. Right. yeah, you you look like uh, you should be... These are children's headphones, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, yeah. world. I was going to say, someone forgot they were live on YouTube. Well, not live, but nevertheless. You look good, buddy. I'll tell you that. All the people you, in you the call are laughing. <laughs> you look like you should be streaming Fortnite or something. <laughs> hey. Yeah, maybe I will. That's a maybe shot at I, me. Maybe if, I, maybe if an opening comes, you know. <laughs> You'll take them up on it. Yeah. 
Russell, you know what? A free game, Russ, just saying. Hey, that's exactly how I look when I stream Fortnite, by the way. But uh, let me take um, three quarterbacks you never thought you would hear going into the show for 1,200, Alex, because I did not expect Trevor Lawrence. I did not expect Carson Wentz. And holy shitballs, McGee. I did not expect a prop that not only has to do with most passing yards for the season. Oh, for God's sakes. It also has to do with. So idiotic. Everybody put up your W's and then start eating them. Jameis. Jameis Winston at plus 3,000. Let's go. You want to look at that again? Yeah, no, Vin. I'm good. I'm happy. Guess who's. I'll tell you what. Guess who's never led the NFL in passing yards for a season? Guess who? How about Patrick Mahomes? Never. Josh Allen? Never. Short careers. I got Aaron Rodgers. Never. Never, ever. Guess who has? Guess who has? Jameis Winston, 2019. He led. So this isn't like far fucking fetched. Let me Go say ahead. something. Let me, do, let me do the Woody thing where I interrupt and, and talk he is about. A, I see. I don't do that. He does that. Uh, <laughs> you're not. You're not big on interrupting. Big time. Uh, this is funny to me. I didn't think of Jameis Winston on this pick, but I did look at Jameis Winston's over-under passing yards number, and it seemed a little high to me. And so I was like, maybe a little Jamie Winstow low. Like, I kind of like this idea. Let me do <laughs> a little bit of research. I did the research, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, this guy throws for a million yards. Every year. Every year. He throws year. for 30 touchdowns and 29 interceptions. That's and a ridiculous number, by the way. Doesn't matter, but uh, I'll do a little bit of probably what you came across, too, based on not only does he often look if he plays 17 games, this ain't shabby for a friggin 30 to one pick. Uh, New Orleans, it, they're going to be like a sloppy, weird mess this year. All right. It's going to be like a like a good Philly cheesesteak. It's going to drip and drabble and get all over you. And you're going to be like, God, this tastes so fucking good. But I am a mess. That's exactly what New Orleans is going to be like. Like, th- this team is really good, but they look like shit at the same time. How are they doing it? They could go, f- they could win between four and 14 games this year, big time. I don't understand how they're going to pull it out and which direction they're going to go. But I do know if Jameis plays, and if you look at the depth chart, I mean, they got freaking Andy Dalton backing up, then Ian Book. Okay. Like, Dalton doesn't want to play anymore. He's just there collecting a check. And you got guys who, who, who do you think? Andy his, told you we- this. He, he told uh, you we talk. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't supposed to say that on air. Actually, he asked me not to. So we'll say that Dandy Alton for told edit. me that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a second, guys. Matter of fact, <laughs> I love that Allegash North Sky. Winston had Godwin and, and Evans when he when he when he did that in 2019, and that was it. Really, like that was it. Like the next highest guy was OJ Howard. Boom, Bupkiss. What does he have in in New Orleans? And once again. 30 to 1. We're having some fun. You got to look at the bright side. Look at the possibilities. Michael Thomas coming back healthy for the first time in forever. Let's see what he can do. That's check mark as far as uh, a, a pivotal. Yeah, Pros it's a pro. A, a pivotal weapon. Jarvis Landry. Look, not not the biggest receiver, but a receiver yardage put up guy. Uh, it's a very technical term, but very well still, <laughs> still possibly a nice Second option, I don't even think it'll be the second option. Chris Olave coming out of Ohio State. That's their third guy. Oh, oh my goodness. 
Wait, if you pass to a running back, is that passing yards? Yes, it is. Alvin Kamara is in their backfield. And then he got a nice little supporting cast in the wide receiver receiver core. Marquez Callaway. Alvin Kamara, a top, what, a top 10 favorite for, like, most scrimmage yards of all players in the league. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean... Uh, this is sure pipe dream plus 3000. Let's have some fun. You know, the Aaron judge plus 2,400. Good. You got a lot of checks in the pros column. Let me just put one in the cons column. This guy, he I'm not stinks. having him back. <laughs> he stinks. He, stinks Joe, he, got LASIK. he got LASIK. He's going to be fine. There you go. Pro column. Pro column. <laughs> LASIK. LASIK. And now he can see us do that. Giddy up. <laughs> he was like, did they just make an X? I'm like, no, we did check. Mark. Oh, okay. <laughs> Guess LASIK didn't go to get my money back. (laughs) So our QBs on this show, Trevor Lawrence, Carson Wentz, and Jameis Winston. That's what you come here, here, folks. Here, here, folks. What do you want to hear? Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Get out of here. Fuck them. Speaking of here, (laughs) here. Jameis Winston any day of the week. (laughs) Any day. You want to look at that again? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Let's. You know what I want to look at? I'm going to look at what we have on the rushing side of things. And uh, this time, Joe, why don't you go ahead and, and, and lead off here? Okay. Uh, leading off on the rushing end of things, I am going to go with an over this time. I'm going to have some optimism. Right. Um, That's a change. Yeah. For, for a change for Someone once. just got a chill down their spine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what I'm thinking here is, uh, I don't think a surprise. Uh, I, I'm i going for uh, an over uh, on Leonard Fournette rushing yards. I feel like <laughs> this guy is uh, on a lot of people's radar as uh, poised and in a good situation for a good season. I just think that where his yards line up, which right now is 750 and a half, is low for what is, I think, one of a handful of clear Number one, every down dudes. He ran for over a thousand yards a couple times in his career. Last year, he ran for 812. But remember, n- not only did he miss three games, he he was sharing with Ronald Jones the second, who got a hundred carries. That dude got a hundred carries, and Leonard Fournette still put up over 800. And now he's gone. So he's gone. You've got um Fournette's on a three-year deal. He's the guy. He is, uh, they have what, Rashad White, uh, third-round draft pick, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, and Giovanni Bernard. Like, that's it for rushing. He's got the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL, which is going to open up that box a little bit. And, I mean, local beat reporter, quote, Fournette enters training camp as the clear-cut starter, and he stands to be on the field for every down. So like, uh, to me, that odds are just a little bit better that he's going to go over 750. I, I think he could easily hit 1,000 this year. It looks like he went over 250 uh, over the offseason for pounds. Yeah, yeah. And then that was the big joke. But it turns out he's uh, he's doing all right. Well, there you go. Take that from the guy who apparently, not only does he run in the greatest uh, role-playing network in the history of the world, but he's a, a self-touted Tampa Bay Buccaneer uh, beat reporter did you hear that <laughs> no i was quoting a beat you were top, well, you, I, I mean i didn't hear a name just... and speaking speaking as the tampa bay buccaneers beat reporter <laughs> i would just add if that, i may deem myself for a second that my opinion is um 
Yeah, no, I think if I'm looking at overs among all the running backs, man, I looked at all these running backs and their numbers are so dead on and so scary to touch. Like Derrick Henry's, you know, 1350. You're like, yeah, I think he could go over, but man, 1350. Yeah. <laughs> this one to me kind of jumped out as like doable for a number one guy on a, a powerful offense that is uh, supposed that is the highest odds right now to be the number one seed in the NFC. So like, Come on. He's the number one. You know one what guy. I'm missing right now? I'm missing Woody to be like. And by what I'm seeing by football prospecticus, uh, you, you know, he will be getting this exact amount of yards this year. So, chalk yeah. It so, up. so he did it. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, like I said, Ronald Jones. That's all I'm saying. Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. That's he, so ate, funny. he ate up a lot. A hundred carries, dude. And I think he ran for like 400 yards. So, like, it was like nothing too impressive. But let me roll this right in, Russell, if you don't mind. Uh, because you're mentioning Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones. And maybe, as I'm not the biggest fan of what you just said, maybe you might not be the biggest fan of what I'm about to say. And Ronald Jones has something to do with it, probably for your uh, your defense approach here. Me. My rushing pick here is Clyde Edwards Elaire over 650 and a half rush yards at minus 112. Oh, look at that stink face. You love the you love Clyde. You bet on him last year at one of these love shows. Clyde. One of these shows, these friggin' junk ass shows. I'll tell you what, sure, not the most prominent rusher. And look at Joe O'Brien's face, just ugh, like stinky. Hey, look, it's not the pick is, like that, a, it has some funk on it. Right. <laughs> anyway, so the <laughs> Chiefs are going to need to lean on him a lot more. Now, oh, big bad Ronald Jones is there now. Now, I know he might steal even 100. Take the 100 carries. I don't care, and I'll tell you why. Tyreek's gone. They're going to have to make up for that a little bit. Uh, they're still not going to. It's not like the Chiefs are in trouble. I mean, maybe not as well suited as they were the last few years, but they're still going to be a very good team and a Super Bowl contender. But let me get back to what we're talking about here. We're talking about the pick and how to make money on it. CEH ran for 517 yards last year. Woo! Right? Let's go. You said over 650 and a half, Hollywood. Damn right I did. He did that shit in 10 games. Injury. I get it. Injury took him out of seven during the regular season. Fine. Still. 803 rushing yards in 2020, his rookie season. He didn't play a whole year that year either. 13 games. So the kid's got the potential to do it. All he needs to do is average 38 and a third, 38.3 rush yards a game. If he stays healthy, that is. I get that. 38.3. That's a shit-ass day. He's going to have a few over 100. If he has four 100-yard rushing games like he did in 2020, then you are set. As long as, once again, the bug doesn't catch him. But the way I think they're going to incorporate him more via legs. I know Ronald Jones is there. I get it. And the 100 carries doesn't bother me. And you me know, at all. Andy Reid is still there, right? And Andy Reid's still there. And what does he do he with his run? I mean, his despises his, running the ball. He hates it more than anything. No, in the his world. running backs have always flourished. Westbrook, LaShawn, they've always flourished. Oh, that's because of uh, Deuce. It's because of the Deuce. No, you're going to give all that credit to the running back coach. I'm going to give the credit on style and, and, and approach. He just wanted to say deuce a couple of times. Just wanted to say deuce real loud on the show. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> well, that's, that's a shame. But 
Clyde Edwards Lair, over 650 and a half. Matter of fact, at minus 112, I'm not gonna lie, was so comfortable with this. Put a full unit on it. Let's go, boys. Let's have a day. Russell, how you feeling, Bubba? I'm feeling good. I uh, you know, the numbers make sense. I mean, I did the, I ran the same numbers. I said, oh, 650 over 17, 38, a little bit more I thought the same thing. I, I didn't run all the numbers, but I looked at the pick. It seemed very low to me. So I was like, the over seems like easy here. But then I was just like, that fucking guy always Sorry. Fs you over. Clyde what did Edwards you say Blair. earlier? Always. This is a, a callback here. Joey said, hey, and when you said it, I was like, I'm going to talk about it. Oh, I didn't do my full homework. I didn't go. I don't have time to go to DraftKings as well. God damn it. And you know what I did? Guess what he is at DraftKings? I got the minus 112 on Juice. He's minus 115 on Juice at DraftKings. No big deal. I get it. His over-under is at 700 and a half yards wow. rushing. Wow. You're getting 50 yards less on FanDuel for less juice. It pays your homework. Your homework, people. There. Oh, took it words out of my mouth. I love it. Let's get down to business. Russell, what do you got for Russian? All right. This is a guy that's a, one of your favorites, Brian. Mm. Mr. It's like the Brady Bunch. He pointed at Joe. but I no, did. Yeah, yeah, I pointed at my screen where you are. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, we're corny as shit. All right. All right. This year, he's coming back. He came back for the playoffs last year. He won a Super Bowl. Cam Akers. Oh, my boy. 849 and a half rush yards, minus 112 on FanDuel. Akers. Feels looked at it. Looked at it. Thought, easy thought about it. money, which means that. You know, he'll probably get COVID or something. Yeah, he'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> have the worst COVID but case. Just, ever. just to put it in perspective, you know, he he is averaged in. Uh, you know, last year he was injured. You know, a good portion of the a good portion of the year, but in 2020 and then the previous year before that, he was averaging four, almost four and a half, five yards a carry. If he gets 200 carries in a year, that'll put him over at that average, even at the low average, at 4.3. It puts him over 860 yards, which puts him over the prop. Now, to put so what you're per- saying is we should take the over. I'm saying you should take the over. To put it in perspective, so you get like, how much is 200 carries? Well, 200 carries, both Melvin Gordon for the Denver Broncos and Javonta Williams for the Denver Broncos, they both had two over 200 carries last year. To put it in perspective, also, David Montgomery, uh, the Chicago Bears running back. He had 220 rushes, you know, and then you get upwards to, you know, the big guys have. Who know, is almost... Cam Akers uh, competing with? Well, it would uh, be Daryl. Uh, what the hell was his name? Daryl Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry was there for, I think he got cut though. Daryl um, Henderson. No. Daryl Henderson. That's it. Hold on. Hold on. Scanning there the uh, depth chart here. Struggling. Struggling. Uh, Cam Akers. Uh, it is Darryl, I won. It is Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson, and then wait, hold on, hold on, Russ, Russian. hold on, Russ, hold on, Russ. Who is the third string running back? Do you see it in front of you? Uh, Jake because Funk. Because Jake Funk, Funk might just happen to just really fuck this up. He'll funk it up. Or funk it up, you know. <laughs> oh Jesus! Jake anyway. Funk. Similar to how I bet uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire a couple times because he has every reason to be shining, and every time he has disappointed me. Not I, when healthy. I bet on. Yes, when healthy. I bet on Cam Akers such when a, he came a, back and he jaded fantasy player. He was awesome. 
I mean, right when he came back, I think his over under was like 35 and a half yards or something. Yeah. And he ran for like 80, yeah. like his first game. It was like back. first play from scrimmage, 48 yard run. You're like, <laughs> right. great. Right. I'm going to go to the diner. And now I was like, oh, I'll bet this on something else in this game and immediately <laughs> yeah. lose the, the winning. Yeah. Game. I mean, the and big key for Cam is this year is just going to be health, like anyone else. Immediately lose the winnings. Ah, oh, that's <laughs> such a Joe O'Brien bet. <laughs> But that's because you didn't look and do your homework to DraftKings. But nevertheless, that was a great pick there, Russell. Because I Thanks. love myself some Cam Akers. Thanks. Why don't I don't even have that drop? That's terrible. You gotta get I, that one. I do have to get that one. I think it was on my old show. But nevertheless, um, wow, we're already we're already almost almost on the, we're the ripping stretch through. here. We just need to we, do more bets. We did, I could. I, I mean. I'm talking myself into a Jake Funk under right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, if you can find it, can you I'll, even I'll, bet it? There's no you know, way. No, I will. I will no. premiere my my sixth ever two unit special pick on a Jake Funk. No, Jake you... Funk. Jake Funk props won't come out until you know twelve fifty eight or twelve fifty eight on a game day. O'Brien is so into the show that he is head down. Thumbs a Twitter trying to find Jake Funk searching is the first ever Google search in history for Jake Funk (laughs) under yardage or just Jake Funk could be a typo, but it's happened before. Uh, Let's see here. You know what I'm going to do? I'll just keep keep rolling here as we go with the receiving. Jake Funk is white, too. Not that that matters. (laughs) I mean, he's slow. He's 5'10", 205. He's probably a fullback. Probably is a fullback. Okay, Jake Funk officially fullback, white fullback, over touchdowns official yeah. right now. Over over three and a half. Over point six seven nine touchdowns. I was going to say, it's got to be like point five. Yeah, no, absolutely. Matt Stafford got a Super Bowl. He's not going to cheat and take his own. Hey what, about, hey, what about Matt Stafford? Is Matt Stafford uh, going right to now. have like a, a, a really good season? He's kind of like weirdly banged up. They're really hush hush on some of the injury. They're saying he looks great. Oh, he's great, but I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little wishy washy on on Matty staff. Yeah, they, they won the Super Bowl. You know, they, there's yeah, always but, the Super Bowl hangover. No always. matter, there's always the Super Bowl hangover. So, you know, that's another reason to be optimistic for Cam um, yeah. because it's not going to all. You know, if Stafford struggles, you know, may hopefully they'll have the ball in Cam's Struggling. hands more. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, he's not going to st- struggle because he's going to have his best season ever receiving. And it's one of my boys, too. And if the Woodman was here, actually, this is a, this is, I'm going to, you know, I'll put one. This is to the Woodman here. Cheers to the Woodman. Cheers, Woody. Miss you, buddy. Cheers, Woody. Because he's going to love this pick. He, I mean, he might, the second he hears this, <laughs> put more money than he's ever put on a Screech his car over into the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is going to be pumped because this is one of our boys. We've talked about him, plenty of fantasy drafts, and he loves this guy, and I do too. And it really just has not reached its potential, and sometimes you just need that extra thing to get you there, and he's fucking got it. His name is Cortland Sutton, and it is an over-receiving t- uh, touchdowns of five and a half. So mm. Mofo is going to get six touchdowns at least, and maybe very early. It's at minus one twenty. Uh, so you know a little bit of extra juice there, but it's because the under is, I believe, even money right now. But nevertheless, there's a reason. I like that. Is Sutton the, gets traded, or is he still in Denver? No, Denver. You like that? Joey right. loves it, and for a reason. Still in Denver, and I'll tell you why. This is going to really round itself out. The man needs to stay healthy first of all, and if so, this. And Russell, you said it earlier, the term is easy. 
Kajish. Well, you didn't say Kajish. I switched it up because you already took easy money. But nevertheless, dude is crazy talented. Love this cat coming out of Indiana. Uh, really has shown like some of the most exquisite talent in the league at times. But then he's just been dinged up. Or he hasn't just had the opportunity. Or he's that absolute dog shit throwing him the ball for his whole career. And yeah. the thing is, Judy is there to share the action, which to me is a good thing. You look at a lot of tandems, you know, like I mentioned before, the Godwin Evans, and you could go ahead and do a whole bunch of other ones that it helps. The, the competition actually helps. And let me do another uh, IE right here. For example, who's this new quarterback? Finally has a quarterback, Russell Wilson. <gasps> well, good name. speaking of good name, very good name, very good man. Very good player. Very good thrower of the ball to two receivers that are in his repertoire. Let me just say this. A good tandem. Arguably maybe the best over the last three years. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. In Seattle, Russell Wilson, 2021. How many touchdowns did each of those cats get? One, two. DK, 12. Lockett, eight in 2021. 2020, Metcalf and Lockett, each 10 in 2019, DK's rookie year, mind you, and I believe Lockett's third uh, or second. Metcalf, seven. Lockett, eight. So he can spread the ball around to talented wideouts. Judy and Sutton, I love them both, to be honest. With fantasy folks, heads up. We're actually not going to do a full-fledged fantasy show this year uh, because we're so excited about actual football and making money. Uh, this show's about making money, making bets. And when we are doing the fantasy show, we were just kind of talking fantasy. We love fantasy, but it's not our shtick. We like to make money with everything that comes out of our mouth, and we're doing it right now on this show. Tim Patrick, a up-and-comer kind of wide receiver, out for the year towards ACL. I was that, just looking for what happened with him. I didn't yeah, that, that, like, in a terrible way, kind of helps. In a terrible way for this pick. I, I don't mean to, you know. You're a horrible person. You're the one that started this shit, and I wasn't even going to bring him up until you – Wish for first of all, you want you just said I you wish you, for Tim Patrick to tear his No, ACL. you wish for Dave Woody to hit a curb or something. You just said it. Don't act like it didn't. <laughs> and then Carson Wentz, you called. I don't know. Russell called somebody ugly earlier. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um. It was Carson Wentz. He's ugly. It was Carson. He is kind of an ugly cat. I actually kind of look like him. Oh shit. Anyway, Cortland Sutton over five and a half receptions in the end zone. I like it. <laughs> I uh just bet it. My, that's what you were doing. I couldn't. I couldn't help it. Uh, yeah. I, so I, tell me, what was the parlay payoff for him and Jake Funk over? <laughs> him and Jake Funk over was plus twenty five hundred. <laughs> uh, Jake oh, Funk shit. over one hundred and seventy five rushing yards for the season. Let's um, go to Jake Funk's Twitter. Get him on a show next week. It's only a little over ten yards a game. It's not that bad. That's not that bad. Friend of the show, Jake Funk. Friend of the show, Jake Funk. <laughs> he's going to come on a show, and he's and he's going to Woody's going to be back, and he's going to be like, "Who's he?" I'll be like, "Oh, that's Dave Woody." I'll be like, I don't know him. I'll be like, I know. You he's like, "Where's muscles? I came for muscles. I came. For, yeah, I want a muscles marinara. God damn it!" <laughs> Speaking of muscles marinara, what you got on the receiving end, my friend? All right. That sounded uh, dirty. I have. I am. I'm very high on this guy, and I'm. I'm riding a hype oh, train right good now. Good for you. I'm riding a hype train because this morning I watched the second episode of Hard Knocks, Detroit oh, Lions. Don't don't spoil anything. Uh oh. I won't. I won't spoil anything except for one thing. Look, he's looking back and forth. All right. Uh, so I have 
Amon Ross St. Brown over uh, 850 yeah. and a half yards. Really? He over 800. Last year, he had 900 plus yards as a rookie. Now you could say sophomore slump, whatever. But I really don't believe it. I think he's going to be a receiver. He's he's got a, he's a chip on his shoulder guy, and it shows in the episode. Uh, he was taken in the fifth or sixth round of the draft, and yeah. he rattled off on hard knocks. Rattled off every single receiver that was taken before him and the uh, college that they went to. He went person after person after person. You don't think this guy's going to be fighting? And out of that, I kind of like the whole grit Detroit Lions thing. I I, I like it. I like it. I'm in on. You got him. a shitty and grin on your face. I the whole do. Time I, you're I'm doing in it. on him. Last year you, he had you 90 receptions, 912 yards. That's okay. yeah. I'll tell you what. This guy. Have you ever seen? There's an HBO uh, Real Sports segment of this. Their family. Their dad's like. Yeah, he's a power like, lift, or he's a yeah, Mr. Universe power lift. Mr. Universe, who who named his kids the weirdest shit. And uh, basically, it's like, you are going to be successful. You're going to be successful. You're going to be successful, which is always good. But then he's like, no, you're, I'm making you successful. And he's like, put, their whole life has been to be NFL wide receivers. It's him and two other his brothers. Remember Equinemius St. Brown? Yeah. That's his brother. Yeah. You know, he I, didn't, I didn't make the connection until he showed up in the show because they were lifting together. Anyway, that's enough yeah. spoilers for Hard Knocks. Yeah, yeah. Some people are like, "God damn it, muscles!" What a fantastic name that guy has. Yeah. And and there's a lot of fantastic names in the receiving world. I mean, jeepers! There's so it's many a- crazy, awesome names in in the receivers. But Amon Ra, I mean, he sounds you- like an Egyptian god. It's amazing. And then and Saint he's Brown. like he's like five foot nine too. It's Sounds crazy. like a Catholic God. So they're yeah. really combining these, these cultures. He's the patron saint of hyphenated names. <laughs> I mean, sounds like a lot. It's, it's a mouthful. But nevertheless, uh, Russ, I think the dude actually has breakout potential. You've seen a couple of times last year. And let's, it's not like Jared Goff always looks like the a loser deer in the headlights. Yeah, the kind of loser. I'm here to just, I don't know, just be here and get my service. Yeah, but work. Vegas oh, thinks he's going to be doing something because his yards are high. Yeah, his well, his yards, yards are, are high. They're at like 3,800. That, to me, that's high for, for he is a Detroit a yeah, I mean, idiot, terrible player. And then yeah. they're at 38. So, I mean, come on. They must he's think like, he's going to do something. I'm going to use all my surfer uh, drops right now because it's. Get pitted. So pitted. Because that's what he is. Like, he's such a fucking spacey whack job that is like, oh, I'm a quarterback. Oh, I didn't know I fucking made $100 million last year. I shouldn't have bought that, you know, kind bud or some shit. <laughs> He's a fucking weirdo. I can't stand him, by the way, and he's not good. Fucking thing sucks. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm, a, I'm on uh, St. Brown is six foot. I thought he was like five foot nine. He looked like one of those Damn it, really I got excited. Guys. I thought you were going to say it was like, oh, I'm wrong. It was that's even over better. He's a tough guy, and he's, you know, average height. <laughs> I thought he was going to say it's over 650. Over 650, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll take that right now. Okay, fine. Great. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, all right. So, Russell. Well, we'll, we'll do we'll do the, the, the full rundown a little bit. Uh Joe, how about you round out the show here with a nice receiving piece? I'll round out the show. I don't like it. I don't like that this last one uh, came to me because I think people are just going to groan at this one. But I can't stop with the numbers when you look at the numbers. My receiving prop isn't over. It's also minus 112 right down the middle, right down Mm. the pike. It is Travis Kelsey over 1,050 receiving yards. 
seems oh, yeah. ridiculous. Why would you ever fucking? It's not this? ridiculous. I mean, the dude leads the league in receptions every year. Why the fuck the reason not? You would bet this is because he has had over a thousand yards every year for six consecutive years. I think he had and over a thousand yards in that playoff game against Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Five out of the six of the uh, of those seasons, he was over eleven hundred. Mm. Uh, one of those wouldn't have hit this bet. Technically, he would have missed it by twelve yards, but six straight seasons he's getting this number Incredible. and uh he's he's 33 i don't see any drop off in his like physical condition that i could tell his uh obviously his relationship with his quarterback is spectacular tyreek's not there anymore there's positives to that and negatives to that but uh there is no doubt like bringing in uh, Mark, speaking of good names, Marquez Valdez Scandling and Juju Smith Schuster. Like, the guy is still going to be his favorite target, his number one target. And it doesn't even matter if they try to defend him, they, they, they can't do it. So, mm. oh, also, uh, I said this earlier. I don't like betting overs in futures because of the injury thing, right? Crazy. That yeah, is like sure. always, always a concern. Do you, <laughs> do you know that Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey has missed three games. Jesus Christ. In eight years. Oh my God. That's three incredible. games in eight seasons. But he is ridiculous were. at what he does. And that's why I'm happy to just mm -hmm. say this isn't the year the drop off starts. Maybe Vegas thinks it is, but I'm saying the numbers don't lie. He gets this every year. There's no reason to think he wouldn't this year. I have no problem with ending the rounding out the prop special with a Travis Kelsey over. <laughs> I mean, not at all. Uh, you want to talk about solid as solid can be. Holy shit. This guy just does it every year. And why not more this year? Right. It, it, I mean, probably a first rounder in fantasy leagues. Straight up. First rounder. I mean. Yeah. I mean, he is picked in fantasy leagues. He's generally be picked behind. It is Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson. Travis Kelsey like that is pretty much the average right now uh in a non-PPR league so like incredible it's just he is he is an absolute beast and uh yeah well why not why can't he keep it going that's amazing Russell Muscles Marinara he, his three picks once again Trevor Lawrence over 3,800 yards Cam Akers over 849 and a half rushing correct Russ not mm -hmm. all purpose rushing yep. Rushing. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown over 850 on the receiving side. Joseph O'Brien Carson Wentz under 11 and a half interceptions. That's kind of got me. I'm kind of digging my that favorite. actually. That is my yeah. favorite uh, pick. If, if I was the Woodman, I'd be like, this is my number one. You yeah. know how sometimes he's like, this is my number one. And then his third pick, he's like, I don't even like this pick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. So here, here in, in memory of Woodman, I'll Carson Wentz. He's got, and then I'll go with his reception one, Kelsey over, and then I'll do this one last because I don't even like to spec Fournette over seven hundred and fifty and a half rushing yards, but that's nice. How nice old? How old is Leonard Fournette? I would say probably twenty-seven. He's not old at all. He's it's probably exactly only... twenty-seven. That is yeah. not old at all. He's got it in him. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, I don't think he really likes football, to be honest with you. But uh, that's possible. That's just... That's yeah, but you know what, dude? Tom you know Brady loves? inspires everyone around him. He to elevate their game, except for big fat heifers. Um, 
So I have the only one with balls to do a crazy one with Jameis. Most passing yards of the season at plus 3,000. I'll tell you what, it's not that long of a stretch just to have something to root for, even though I don't really root for that queef. Uh, rushing, Clyde Edwards-Alaire hey, over. Hey, just out of curiosity, who is is Justin Herbert the highest It's actually odd, um, the worst odds for? No. Burrow. No, 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 no. It is. Dun, Most dun, 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 passing dun. yards on the season. It is, as I go here. Rodgers? No, no, no. No, Rodgers doesn't do that ever. Um, he just throws a thousand touchdowns and no 100%. interceptions. Oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. It absolutely is Herbert. Yep, it's Herbert and Stafford and Brady. Uh, Brady has won. This used to be a non, like talked about or argued uh, statistic for years. I looked back. Drew Brees led this for literally like eight out of ten years. Wow. It was just Breeze. Breeze, Breeze, Breeze. Most passing yards. Breeze, Breeze, Breeze. Done. But it is Herbert at plus 650 on FanDuel here. Stafford and Brady at 800 and Mahomes at 800. Yeah, and then oh, Burrow comes God. in at nine. Uh, I mean, Carr at 1,000, no. I would Cousins. take Burrow over any of those guys, over Stafford or Brady. How about that? Mahomes, really? Well, maybe not Mahomes. Yeah. But, but like Winston, but you three. sort of surprised me with like, you're like, you know, who's never wanted Mahomes. It was a yeah. really good sales pitch. Big time. Thank you. I used to do that stuff. Uh, Clyde Edwards, Alaire and rushing over 650 and a half. And then Cortland Sutton over five and a half touchdowns. Yeah, I like that one. Let's go, baby. No, I thought um, it was four and a half. Five and a half. Oh, him and Judy are both five and a half. Uh, no, no, Judy's actually over six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where so. are you getting this? Uh, online. Um, <laughs> FanDuel does it. DraftKings sometimes. But, yeah, uh, you're right. It is over five and a half. I thought it was four and a half. So, anyway. So, we're going to get now. Transition. Thank you guys for your, your contributions. I'm going to do something real quick here. No, we're not done with baseball. No, the show is not over. Do you want some picks that you'll get paid out on tonight as you yeah. hear the show? Well, let's. <laughs> I'm going to have to save that as a drop. Joe O'Brien's like sound it sounded like a, a, a audience, like a Sesame Street get together. Um Yeah. How did you make that sound like forty-five kids <laughs> at once? It's a skill I have. That's a beautiful thing. Let's do a little, you know, before because we've been talking about him because we miss him. We love him. And I'm gonna go ahead and look over and see who they're playing because I don't even know. But the woodman, this fucking guy just doesn't stop. The gears constantly turning. Yeah, sure, he's not a part of it verbally on the show this week. But I said, hey, if you want to put in a baseball pick or two. It doesn't I mean, mean he took a week off from loving baseball. Brian. Or loving gambling, as we I've turned him into a derelict talking to him to do this show. Um, but yes, not only that, not only did he just throw in a pick or two, as I asked him, he threw in a whole three-banger. And after his performance last week, I don't know if you want him, but just in case. No, I'm kidding. Woodman's killing it this year. Uh, Astros money line at plus 115. That means they're playing a good team, I guess. Let me look. Oh, they're at the Braves. Oh, I kind of like this. Braves have a uh three game series ending up as we speak with the toughest or with the division rivals, you know, in, in the NFC or NFC. See, it's football, baby. It's a football show in the uh National League East. They just had some uh, bang-out series with the Mets, so they might be a little limping going into this series. They're still at home, though. Uh, but McCullers is back for the Astros, so plus 115 he likes. 
Yankees money line at minus 130. Also not the chunkiest money line ever. Who are they playing? They're home against the Blue Jays. Oh, Tyon. He loves himself some Jameson Tyon, as do I. Kevin Gosman going on for the uh, toe tap in the mound for the Blue Jays. But, yeah. All right. Minus 130 money line. Actually, live update. Fandle minus 116 on the Yankees money line, Woodman. So, just that up. Giddy up. And Padres run line minus one and a half at minus 155. Who do those cats have? Let's see here. They're Oh, they're home against the Nationals. Yeah, big time. So, Woodman, his three picks, an official jump the sharp uh, picks. Well, of the week. a minus one and a half run line for minus one fifty four. Got to tell you something, doesn't it? That that's really okay. got to tell you something. Yeah, the money line is like minus three sixty five. Right, that's yeah, crazy. So, uh, Astros money line, Yankees money line. I told you, Woodman. I told you. Good job, as well. I, my man, Pots and Pans. And before we get out of here, I have one, and we might have a little special segment as we close the door on the first ever NFL player, or I'm sorry, first ever, as the 2022 NFL player prop special with a little baseball action on the side. Let me go ahead, and I didn't do, you know, I'm not coming here with no homework on myself for the MLB. I, I didn't have time to necessarily give three. As always, folks, when I give you one, I want to make sure it's something that I'm not only putting my own money in, but like happy to, to share and, and very confident doing your guys. homework there it is yeah doing my homework <laughs> Allagash. i'll tell you what Allagash north sky should not be disrespecting the way i just did that's saved for domestic beers like high life to go all down the chin nevertheless give me i'm also going to do a run line here this one's going to get you on the plus side a little bit plus 102 holy shit it's changed I think. Let me see what DraftKings has uh, before I spout it here. Do, 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 do. Talk amongst yourselves. Maybe make sure you don't crash your car. I just want to say that DraftKings. I just want to say real quick that the uh, Astros money line tomorrow or on Friday is interesting because the Astros completely blew their load tonight. They scored twenty-one runs. Holy shit! Did they? Twenty-one runs. Wow. Well, I'm going to cash that bet out. You want to look at that again? <laughs> Well, mine, on the other hand, went from a plus 105 to now the best odds I can find is a minus 105. And I just wrote this shit down before the show. So get on it when you hear it. It might be even worse. Cardinals run line minus one and a half in uh, Arizona. Arizona has a starting pitcher by the name of Tommy Henry starting. Do you know him? Because no, you don't. And nor nor do I. He's a, uh, I guess, just a young prospect. They just called up. Lost his first game to the Guardians. Uh, gave up four runs in five innings. And then he won two games against the fucking Pirates and the Rockies. The Rockies actually gave up three earned in five innings as well. So uh, the only team he pitched well against, and his two, two out of his three starts have been bad starts, the only team, the Pirates. Well, guess what? You Now you got a hungry, fuming, just on fire Cardinals team coming to town who just uh, whipped Colorado's ass today after, uh, you know, getting shown up last night. Well, two nights ago when you hear this. The Diamondbacks have a, I guess, a a rookie, but a prospect on the mound. Now you got real talent coming to town. And if you want to go ahead and Google Arizona's fucking lineup, go for it. Because then Google Cardinals, and there's no shot here that this isn't hitting minus one and a half. They're not covering that. They are. Big time. Miles Mikolas is going up for the Cardinals, the pitcher, who I've really 
started enjoying his last uh, last couple months or so. He's been pitching insane all year as far as insanely solid, not doing the DeGrom numbers and things like that. But he reminds me of like a, um, I don't know, what's like a, Russ, who's like a very solid, going to give you six with two every time, like a six earned. Or I'm sorry, a six inning with a two earn. Like this is what this guy's gonna do. Uh, maybe like Charlie Morton. I mean, he's right. a little bit higher like a this year, like but that. yeah, big time. So what he did was he got his bell rung big time. This Miles Mikolas cat two starts ago against Colorado, ten earned he gave up and two two and two thirds. He comes back eight innings of two earned ball against a better team in the Milwaukee Brewers that led to a six three Cardinals victory. Uh, they're really on fire right now, and this cat still ain't forgetting about what he did uh, in that Rockies game. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, Cardinals aren't fucking around. They're not gonna not gonna lose that division right now. So give me the Cardinals minus one and a half, uh, big time on that. I'm really pumped about that one. And apparently the books are altering that because other people are as well. Before we end the show, Muscles Marinara, he he knows his baseball. He knows his baseball. He does. Doesn't he? We'll see. We're going to have the first uh, first ever segment. We might roll this on to see how successful it is. Because I asked him, when I asked him to be on the show, that, hey, maybe go ahead and tap your toe in the, in the baseball waters here. And he said, yeah, I got an idea. Every time I, I make my own bet every now and again on the baseball line, the opposite happens. So what did he start doing? He started going, hey, this is, oh, I like this. Let me bet the opposite. And it's worked. So now how do we want to approach this? Do we? Do you want to say what you like? And we're going to go you, hash- I'm going to tell you what I like. And then your job is to bet the opposite. It's hashtag fade marinara. <laughs> you got to bet the opposite. I have a, you know, in my mind, a surefire winner. <laughs> Absolutely. 100% surefire lock. Sure Let me tell loser. you, this is a monster lock whale bet. So you're telling me there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> Tomorrow, Friday, Royals. Today. Royals at the Rays. Rays minus one and a half on the run line versus the Royals plus 114. So that would be your normal bet. This would be my pick, and here's why. Royals money line. Let's go. Royals money line plus one eighty. AL Cy Young contender Shane McClanahan on the mm-hmm. hill. All right. Two point two eight ERA, eleven and five on the year. Royals Ray, haven't scored a run Rays, in a week. Rays have won five of six. <laughs> Royals have lost six of seven. Including tonight, and there's two, sh- and they had two shutouts before this game tonight. This dude Rays minus one point five. I am begging you, do the opposite. And it makes so much line. sense. It's plus money. It makes so wow. much sense. Bet the Royals plus or the Royals money line. <laughs> I'm telling you, you will win and I will lose, and it'll be great. It will be great. Wow. Everyone will be happy. You know what I mean? Hashtag fade marinara. Big time. Don't quit your day job. Yeah, we'll try. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the first ever hashtag fade marinara is just some semblance of the Royals. So you could either take them even getting 
one and a half. What's I'm getting one and a half again, Russ? I'm sorry. Like minus minus. It was minus something, but you could bet the money. Yeah, minus minus one thirty-seven. All right, my, dude, I'm a fucking money line. Royals money line plus one eighty on Fanduel as this is recording, and on DraftKings, uh, plus one seventy. So it looks like Fanduel will be your huckleberry for that. All right, first ever fade marinara is in the books. Let's see how we stand on that. And guess what? If we keep fading marinara, we're just gonna have to keep fading marinara then every week. Yep. We'll see if this becomes a thing. Boy, you'll keep winning and I'll keep losing. Big time, and I wouldn't have it any other way. You know what I mean? <laughs> Russell. Struggling. Not really, because what you brought forth with the football side of things, we're going to make money on. And you might make – how about this? No matter what happened on the Fade Marinara segment, somebody's a winner. We've never had that on the show before. A guaranteed winner. You or somebody else. Let's see. And if, ladies and gentlemen, you have tailed either the faders – or the supporters of Marinara, please let us know and tell us if you would like more. Uh, but let's get the hell out of here for this amazing 2022 special on the NFL Player Props. Uh, Russell, a.k.a. Muscles Marinara, thank you very much for your time. Cheers, you guys. Love you. Miss you. Big time. And, of course, of the Glass Cannon Network fame, Joseph O'Brien. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate your time. Cheers, buddy. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So much fun, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, at Jump the Sharp on Twitter and on YouTube. Please subscribe. Just search Jump the Sharp. Uh, without the Woodman, it's bittersweet. But this is Hollywood Hagen saying peace the fuck out. Catch you next week. Peace.